The Business on RT Radio 1 with AIB. We know that your focus is on your business. That's why ours is on supporting you. First, as you'll have heard in the news, Gaza came under the heaviest aerial bombardment last night, continuing into this morning. Communications have been cut in the region. The Guardian headline reads, No fuel, no power, nowhere safe. Life on the streets of Gaza. We're joined now by a man whose business is immersed in the Middle East, David Horgan, chairman of Petrol Resources. Good morning. Thank you. What are you hearing from your contacts in the Middle East? This particular tragedy seems different to past wars in the sense that now you've got social media. So people, are, you know, I've speaking to people from Lebanon uh, and Jordan uh, and Iraq just in the, in the last couple of weeks. And the points they're making is, first of all, they can see the bombardment. And everyone knows what happens when you cut water off, albeit until the Americans force them to put some of the water supply back on. And in the Middle East, everyone knows what happens when you you cut electricity off. You don't have air conditioning. It's not very hot right now, but it will be in the summer months. uh, And you can't run a hospital. And people know that because they've lived it themselves through what's happened in Syria and Iraq and elsewhere. And what the point that many people make, because they're, they're looking at TV all the time, they're looking at social media, they're contrasting our reaction to Ukraine with our reaction to Gaza. I mean, no one is justifying the murder of civilians by Hamas on the 7th of October. And people uh, are aware, you know, that Israel is a fact. You know, it's, it's a technological success. It's an economic success. It's not going to go anywhere. Most Israelis were born there. They, they know all that. Uh, but they want a Palestinian uh, just outcome for the Palestinians which is an autonomous state contiguous with its capital in in East Jerusalem because this is destabilising their societies the Lebanese don't want another war now they're ready for it but they don't want another war because they've been in a crisis since 2019 and every time there's war with Israel, the Israelis deliberately target their infrastructure. So I remember in 2006 driving through Beirut and all the main bridges were destroyed. But these were in mainly Christian areas. And I was saying, well, why are they attacking bridges in Christian areas? And the answer it was collective punishment. And everyone can see it. And all armies do it. I saw the, the Britain and the US doing it in Iraq. Um, but it's more and more difficult to lie about it now because everyone can see it. They're attacking civilians, they're doing it deliberately because it's easier. No one wants to deploy the soldiers in tunnels and get killed. I don't blame them. It's easier to attack a whole society and that's what they're doing. The Israelis would say would say that Hamas were the first to attack. They were the first to attack Israel. Yeah, but when that guy in Maine uh, shot people, they didn't destroy the town in Maine. What the police identified where he was, had they arrested him, he's dead, but had they arrested him, they would have brought him to court and he would have gone before a jury and been sentenced, no doubt. So, you know, you don't kill innocents because a crime is being committed against you. That's, That's basic. And it's also in Israel's interests. Okay. Given that we're hearing this morning about the intense night raids as Israel struck underground targets in Gaza, talking about fuel shortages seems less important, but it is a real problem. Fuel is critical. Now, we, we depend on fuel, particularly in Gaza, which um, uh, is cut off from gas from Egypt as well, although it has a gas field discovered in the offshore. It hasn't been developed. Uh, if there's no electricity, you need generators for hospitals, for everything. And if you've no fuel, you can't run a generator. So effectively, you've no life. And it's actually worse than it would have been 100 years ago. Like 100 years ago, before there was mass electrification, people had kerosene lamps and they gathered biomass like they do in in the Sahel today. But for uh, decades, people have become dependent on clean water and on electricity. 
electricity. So if you interrupt those essentials, as we found in Iraq and parts of Ukraine, uh, ancient diseases like cholera and typhoid and diphtheria reappear, particularly amongst children. Uh, So it's a type of slow motion genocide. People in the area are worried. Is there a push of people towards Egypt? Uh, there's enormous cynicism about all the Arab leaders who have I mean, treated the Palestinians almost as badly as the Israelis. Uh, the current leader in Egypt is a military man. He, he displaced the elected um, uh, Muslim Brotherhood government, who weren't very competent either, in a very similar way to what happened with Hamas. Hamas won the election in 2006. None of us welcomed that, but it was a victory in an election, supervised. Uh, the Americans had imposed or had insisted on the election, and everyone basically decided to ignore the outcome of the election. So, Uh, people in business, I think people on the street uh, are fairly cynical about all their leaders. Regarding oil prices, we've the war and the debts of so many, but the markets aren't so concerned about debts. It's all about prices. All we care about is business reality. Uh, the, uh, the, The oil price only went up up to 10% initially for a short period is up about 4%, which seems fairly uh, marginal. But if you look at the future prices, the future prices have gone up by the same or higher percentage. Now, what that says to me is that the market anticipates ongoing instability in the region and the world, not just to do with the Middle East, also to do with the balkanisation of the rise of BRICS compared to the OECD, differences on the war in Ukraine and Taiwan. And uh, we're now living in a time of greater uncertainty. And greater uncertainty increases... Uh, the cost of capital, which decreases investment and will exacerbate the emerging uh, squeeze on commodities that we now have. For the last 10 years, we haven't been making necessary investment right across the board, not just in petroleum, but also in the the new minerals for the the green transition. So nickel, copper, lithium, cobalt. We're not making the investments. We're not finding the deposits. We're not developing the mines. uh, And and this is a, a slow motion economic crisis. So contagion really is the issue here. People are worried about how the war could escalate and expand. The big worry would be Iran because neither Gaza nor Israel are big producers of hydrocarbons. Israel has some gas, um, but uh, and, and that neither uh, come close to the major trade routes. The worry is that Iran will be dragged in. Now, the Iranians don't want to be dragged in. Uh, they've been um, involved in a rapprochement with the Americans. Uh, they have 80 million people. They have their own internal problems. They want to develop their economy. They don't want to be dragged in. But it's entirely possible that uh, they could be dragged in either by um, Israeli action against them uh, or just by uh, a popular response to what's happening in Gaza. And that's what worries the markets. David Horgan, thank you for joining us on the programme this morning.